This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Morning, everyone. How are we doing today? It is Sunday, November 8th, and this is, of course, your daily financial news. As you will see on this channel, One Rental at a Time, we talk money, investing, real estate, real estate investing, consumer, cost of capital, seven days a week, every day of a month, every day of a year, 365. And that's because when you watch the market every day, you can pick up on little clues, little trends. You can find inflection points. And most importantly, you stay close to the consumer. The consumer is both my customer and my competitor uh, when you think about real estate investing. That's why I have always followed. We are consumer-based economy. So when you can keep your eye on the consumer, it is a wonderful, wonderful thing. If you are a frequent viewer and subscriber of the channel, I want to wish you a very good morning. Thank you for all the support. Many of you join me every day at 7.30, and I want to thank each and every one of you for that. That is wonderful. And if you're not, if you catch this on replay, equally, thank you very much for the support. But no, at least six days a week, we do this at 7.30 a.m., Pacific. Usually on Thursdays, I have to do it a little early because we have an expert interview that's scheduled at 7.30. So again, thank you, thank you, thank you. couple quick announcements uh, before we get into what I'm watching today on Sunday. First and foremost, we are just on the cusp of a thousand students in my two courses on Teachable. You can find them links below or on my website, One Rental at a Time. Again, I have a free course. It's about three hours of material kind of who I am, what I do, all of that. And then, of course, the best thing I've created, how to get started one rental at a time, uh, is only $199 and gets you all the extras, the the Saturday phone calls, the Facebook group, all of that stuff. So it's it's pretty pretty cool to see. It's almost 1,000. Just I think it's eight or nine students from 1,000 total. And I have never looked. I just saw the report this morning. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Very cool. Uh, so that's a good feeling. Uh, second, I wanted to let you know that if you thought about getting my course before, you might want to do it soon uh, because I am sketching out adding a section to my course. So if you are a student of mine, no charge to you. It's going to come free when I post it. Um, I'm not going to create a separate course. That's that's not who I am. It's going to be called Raising Private Money or Private Money 101. Just like the rest of the course that is already there, it's going to be my experience Will it be an exhaustive private money and all-inclusive? No, but it will be how I've raised multiple millions of dollars twice in my investing career. It will all be there. If you are a student, no charge. It'll be there. My goal is by January 1. I'll hopefully beat that, but you can count on January 1. <clears throat> and if you haven't bought it yet, you might want to buy it now because it's a pretty good chance I'll raise the price uh, depending on how much content and extras I put in there. So again, if you are a student, you are a student, you're paid for, no extra charge. Uh, if you thought about it, you might want to get it now uh, before the price potentially goes up January 1st because I've added more material and a whole brand new section. 
And then third, the thing that I've been playing with the most, and you may have seen these videos the last two weeks, is um, I'm really trying to get at the, the foundational elements of financial freedom. Uh, a lot of this channel, a lot of YouTube channels talk about, you know, passive cash flow and the FIRE movement and all of that. But I think, I think we missed the point of looking at your family's budget or your budget and really understand what is going on because you can't get to financial freedom until you know where you are. So I've been working on that for the last couple of weeks, several hours uh, a day. I'm very likely going to launch another course. It'll be relatively cheap. It'll be I'm, I'm gonna aim for $50 because I want it to help people. But basically it's gonna be how do you understand where you are? How do you understand where you're going? How do you not think price but think time? Uh, again, there, you know, I'm sketching it out and building it right now. So that is something else that I'm excited about. And again, we we've got to make talking about money and investing a family discussion. So that's that's really what's gotten me thinking here. Is if I was a teenager, what did I hope my parents talked about? And if I was a young adult getting after this, or I wanted financial freedom, where do I start? That's what this course will be on. Uh, so look for that again. Targeting. Uh, pro that one's probably before Christmas. Uh, but again, uh, you know, it's fun to think about things that we could do together. So on to the daily financial news again, Sunday, uh, November 8th. What I'm looking at first and foremost, 30-year mortgage. I caught this this morning, set a record. 2.78. Got to be owner-occupant, got to be good credit, all that stuff. But still, 2.78%. Uh, I got a note from a buddy of mine. He got a 2.5% mortgage, 30-year fixed. Owner-occupied, good credit, good down payment, but, but still, 2.5%? My God, that's crazy. Um, we'll be looking at McDonald's. We talked about kind of McDonald's being a key earnings next week. It comes out tomorrow. I'm going to be really looking for what is McDonald's signaling about small, medium business? Because McDonald's is likely going to highlight its digital growth, it can make technology investments that maybe your mom and pop bakery or mom and pop coffee shop can't. Uh, we're going to talk about new, they're going to talk about new restaurant designs and maybe drive-throughs. Again, the big are getting bigger. Uh, that is something that has been pretty unfortunate in this crisis. And then lastly, what is really going to be intriguing for me is how is McDonald's changing their menu? I think it was about 60 days ago or so on these daily shows, we talked about McDonald's adding, adding what I would call bakery goods, app, uh, apple fritters and I don't know, some, some other stuff. Uh, but again, what are they doing to add to breakfast because coffee shops are closing? What are they doing to their lunch and dinner menus to perhaps compete with Popeye's chicken and things of that nature? Where is McDonald's going? McDonald's and Starbucks and a few of the gorillas, they are going to grow. They are going to invest now so they get bigger and they push out others. Probably what they should do, uh, but they are, they are going to go after it. Uh, I found a bunch of articles about rent here this morning and a couple of things shocked me. If you've been following the channel for any length of time, you're, you're tired of me talking about New York and San Francisco. There's actually three, three, areas of the country that are seeing significant rent drops. San Francisco, New York, we'll just below those right away. So San Francisco down 23.4 across all rentals. 
uh, and New York, where are you? Down 17%. We've talked about it. It's getting worse. Watch out. So move those aside. Something I didn't realize is Texas. Texas has the two largest rent drops. And these are obviously oil and gas related. But Odessa, Texas, down 35.2%. 35%. Oh, my God. And then Midland, Texas, down 29.8%. My guess is if you were looking for some cheap Texas properties, you might want to go to Odessa or Midland, Texas, probably April, May, June, because, uh, yeah, I mean, what is that, an average of 33%? So what? let's do the math on that. So if you had a $1,500 rent, it's now 1000 Oh my God. Oh my God. That's, that's bad. And then the second one that's uh, equally interesting because I live here is the Silicon Valley, the Bay Area has seen significant rent drops. Mountain View down 21.1%. That's actually where I'm currently sitting. I'm in the city of Mountain View. Uh, Sunnyvale, California, where I grew up, uh, down point. Uh, 3%. So the Silicon Valley, the work from home crew, we are seeing, it, it's got to be, an, it, we are seeing people leave. There are renters in the Bay Area who are saying, you know what, I can work from home, I'm out of here. This is why you see Boise, and you see Phoenix, and you see Dallas, and you see Denver, exploding real estate prices and inventory so low. So the Bay Area, the Bay Area might be in more trouble than we want to admit. Again, 20% rent drop. So in the Bay Area, for example, it's not uncommon to have a $6,000 rent payment for a house. So a 20% drop on that's 1,200, so now it's $4,800. And boy, let's tell you, our, our real estate Prices are expensive. So a 20% drop in rent probably turns that negative cash flow. That, that becomes an alligator. And we're heading into the winter, kind of the slow season. So these rent drops may get worse from here. And then finally, I wanted to talk to you about what, what I am and I am not concerned about in Q4. So let's just be clear. This is November and December. This is not 2021. This is not first half, not second half. But what am I concerned about for the remainder of 2020? And what am I not concerned about? Um, what, what order? Well, yeah, I guess I'll go what I'm not concerned with. What I am not concerned with is the forbearance numbers. Uh, the forbearance numbers and how many people are in or out or extended. That's a 2021 challenge issue, not a 2020 Thing to look at. Uh, I am not concerned about interest rates rising, right? They've set records. I've kind of started this video with that. Um, and again, 5.7% of active mortgages are in forbearance. All those numbers are interesting, but they are not my concern for Q4. Again, the next, what do you call it, seven weeks? What am I concerned about? Bankruptcy filings, both corporate and individual. I've been really trying to figure out what dominoes I can look at to look for early indications. 
because I don't think we're going to see it in housing. I don't think it's, I don't think that is going to prove to be the early indicator. I think one of the things that will be interesting is um, bankruptcy filings. When does that take over, right? Because there's a lot of people, especially in Vegas, it was one of the articles that gave me the idea. Vegas has had a great reduction in bankruptcy filings because all these people were flush with cash because of the CARES Act. They're all expecting significant bankruptcies by the end of the year. There's, you know, thousands of dollars in debt and all of those things. Uh, another thing I'm very concerned about is long-term unemployment. Long-term unemployment kicks in at the 27th week. Right now, we've, we're we adding, I think it was 600,000 or maybe it was 500,000 last week. That's a rolling trend that's only going to get worse. Right now, we're just shy of 4 million people have been unemployed for at least 27 weeks. And if you roll this back, you know, that number is likely to grow. And that's important because when they roll to that 27th week, they fall off of the U3 unemployment number, which is that 6.9 we talked about on Friday. Next, uh, women leaving or dropping out of the workforce. Uh, it's pretty clear uh, that there are childcare issues going on right now. And right or wrong, whatever, a lot of that burden has unfortunately fallen on uh, the ladies, the women, and you know, that is unfortunate. Uh, we've made great strides over the years, uh, and now to see this health crisis pull that back. And again, that's important because it impacts the unemployment number. We lost, where's my numbers? We lost uh, over 800,000 ladies from the workforce because they stopped looking for work, and now they're stay-at-home moms for the, I'm not sure what to call it, stay-at-home, yeah, moms, right? Yeah, uh, that is interesting. Uh, I am concerned about local uh, and municipality shutdowns. I mean, just to see what is going on in Europe has to give you pause. Uh, the fact that we seem to have a, a rising case count seems to give you pause. Uh, I certainly hope we don't have to go that direction. I'm not one for those, uh, but I don't. Uh, I'm not a governor. I'm not a mayor. I don't make those calls. But it's. I don't think it's out of the question to think about. Um, I don't think it's out of the question to think we may have some cities locked down in Q4, which again, this all impacts the consumer. The consumer gets scared. The consumer saves. The consumer doesn't spend. Our economy grinds to a halt. Uh, and then finally, um, listings, right? Where are the listings? And I think that's going to be a 2020, um, 2021 issue, but I'm, we're going into the winter, the historically slowest part of the year for real estate. And again, I've been looking 20 years. I am wondering if we finally get more listings than we get offers, right? Does that start to balance out across the country? So these are things I'm looking at. Uh, I'm obviously watching the new unemployment claims that come out every Thursday. Uh, that's a big number. I do think we bounce off of the, what is it, the 640 number or something? No, 740 number. Uh, and we head towards a million. That's a concern of mine this year. Uh, and then finally, the skinny deal. Does the skinny deal get done? Get done? Uh, I am very hopeful. Uh, I shared a video or a live stream yesterday on how I thought the dominoes might fall. Uh, but the skinny deal, I hope it gets done because if it doesn't, we are, um, we're in for something. So at the end of the day, that's what I have for you. 
Uh, it is Sunday, so I've already got my goal spreadsheet ready. Uh, I've got a couple other surprises for you ready to record uh, so you can look for more content. Uh, if you like what we do here, we just talk money investing. We're not going after any YouTube algorithms. Go ahead and hit subscribe, hit like. Uh, I was actually pretty disappointed yesterday. We only had two, 10 new subscribers, uh, which is the low for me in several months. Maybe everybody was watching election stuff. I don't know, but um, I didn't. I felt like I let you guys down when I saw that. So end of the day, give me a thumbs up, leave comments, subscribe, share, and have a wonderful, wonderful Sunday. Bye-bye.